podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. You drink one, drink two, drink three Long Island iced teas. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul, better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran? So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can. Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. Welcome to Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast. It's Anthony and Glenn, and we are back to talk Better Call Saul Season 6, Episode 7, the mid-season finale. Although it's not much of a mid-season finale. They're taking a a very tiny break as far as mid-season finales go. This episode that we're talking about aired at the end of May, on May 23rd. And they're going to be back July 11th, so you know they're taking like a month, essentially, off. And not much more than that. Which, I mean, I'm not going to be mad about it. Uh, some people, I have heard uh, muse that the reason they did this is because both portions of this show will take place during, I supposedly, I guess... Uh, two different nominating windows for the Emmys. So this show can be nominated for, um, uh, I guess, the the next Emmys, or the upcoming ones or whatever. I don't know when the next Emmys are. Uh, and, it's uh, like September, I think. That's usually when they are. Yes, and uh, there will be episodes airing in August. So presumably uh, there will be some Saul that could be considered for the next Emmy Awards as well uh, because it will fit into both nominating windows. So I have heard I have heard tell that that might be why they've done it uh, to increase their their shot at getting some statues which you know we've talked about it before uh, would be well deserved for this cast and crew and this is the final season of the show it's their last shot at that sort of thing it's kind of amazing to me that they haven't gotten more recognition but uh, didn't breaking bad also kind of suffer the same sort of fate like they did win eventually but uh yeah i think the flat well you know because it was kind of like a slow start yeah to yeah i think they won like the last two seasons they won stuff Mm mm-hmm yeah uh, well, we are here to discuss the mid-season finale. It's episode seven, plan and execution. And uh, let's dive right on into what happens. So on the day of the Sandpiper Settlement Conference, Jimmy and Kim scrambled to restage their photos with the actor impersonating Judge Casimiro, then passed them to Howard's private investigator, who is no surprise actually working on their behalf, not Howard's. Howard uh, ingests Caldera's drug upon contact with the photos and embarrasses himself at the conference by falsely accusing Casimiro of accepting a bribe and also appears, uh, appears intoxicated. 
Howard and Cliff are forced to settle the Sandpiper case for less than they wanted. And meanwhile, uh, we've got, we catch up with Lalo Salamanca, who is surveilling Gus's laundry, uh, surmising that Gus monitors Hector's phone calls. Lalo tells Hector that he will attack Gus that night. Mike plays a recording of the call for Gus, then redirects the security teams from lower priority targets to protect Gus. Howard pieces together the entire con and goes to Kim's apartment to confront her and Jimmy. And while he is in the midst of doing this, Lalo Salamanca unexpectedly arrives at that very apartment uh, almost directly afterwards. And Jimmy and Kim are imploring Howard to leave immediately. And uh, I mean, it was too late for Howard the moment Lalo walked in that door and he kills Howard Hamlin with a gunshot to the head. And that is how that episode ended. <laughs> Glenn, holy shit, what did you think of episode seven? I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, you finished Ozark, right? I did finish Ozark, yes. Yeah, okay, so um, this is how you do that and uh, versus <laughs> how you don't. Yes, um, yep. You know, this is how you kill off a character. Yeah, I think, and it's funny because, you know, me and my friends that have watched it, and we, we all kind of came away the same thing, and I think I messaged you the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Howard might have been the only rich guy I didn't, like, just hate. Yeah. And uh, I think that final episode of For Him did a good job of just like you know remember we may have not liked him or we or we were rooting for jimmy but like it's not like he's a bad guy no you know like that and i think that's what i liked about the last episode of you know he's he became collateral damage yeah because of jimmy and kim and it wasn't necessarily that he put himself in circumstances mm-hmm. that made him you know deserve this quote unquote no i mean the ending for howard i don't even think that i mean it's possible we may have considered this as a possibility for how um he gets removed from the picture but um well i did say that with the private investigator it was seems like things could get lured into where he gets caught up in this and dies. Yes. I did not imagine this. It would be Howard. Yes. Or, or in this way. Yeah. And it's, it's very obvious that whatever, um, there, you know, and, uh, and Howard was trying, uh, throughout his, I mean, he was drunk when he was there, but, Um, he was trying to surmise why they were doing this to him. Yeah. And regardless of their plan or whatever, it's very clear. They didn't want him to die or anything. And, uh, (laughs) just wanted to embarrass him. Right. Um, maybe, maybe wreck his career. Uh, but even Jimmy says it, right. I mean, you'll Mm. get back on your feet and yeah. I mean, throughout the show, hasn't it been like, you know, tarnishes towards the HMM name, you know, with things that happened with Chuck? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, even like the handling of how this case is going to turn out. And then, of course, you know, people thinking he's a drug addict 
you know, that kind of stuff. Like, it's not stuff that, it, you know, you being a big law firm, it's going to make you fold, but, you know, definitely going to ding mm-hmm. you a little bit. But it's one of those things that one good case away from turning it all around, you know? Right. No, for sure. Um, you know, th- I was I was wondering where this was all. I mean, I I don't know. Did you? Um, maybe I missed something. Maybe they gave away that Howard's PI was really in Jimmy's pocket. But they did this episode, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they did or in the episode. Yeah. I honestly did not expect. I thought that was a very clever twist. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, like you know that. I don't know how they managed to arrange this, but of course it makes. It makes sense. And (laughs) I mean, they executed their plan flawlessly. Uh, Yeah. Like all of this worked out great. And I think this was, I mean, obviously this was one last fun and games. If you can call it that. I mean, they did like publicly embarrass this guy and maybe ruined his career. Uh, But in terms of like, you know, kind of wacky antics, like that sort of stuff. I do love how they married both elements of the show because most of what's been happening with um, Jimmy and Kim have been, especially lately have been more on this side of the show and the, the more serious dangerous aspects of the show, the breaking bad elements of this show creeping in. They've been relatively separate for the most part, but they've sort of been creeping in a little bit. And this is the moment where they met on the bridge together and uh, Lalo crossed over the line, and there's kind of no going back at this point. I think the rest of the season is probably going to be more on the bleaker end of things. Well, I mean, right? I mean, they've they've killed off two that we never saw. Yep, yep. And Breaking Bad, we got two left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> um, yeah. <laughs> and they and they ended in the same room. Yep. Uh, this episode. Yep. Uh, they. Um, so here's the thing with. Um, I, I obviously clearly they know they've got something here with. I, I think it was the point with Kim from the beginning, but they absolutely know that this is the person. Everyone who is watching this show living yeah. and dying with it. This is the character that we are most concerned with what happens and they're absolutely not going to give it to us in this episode. Although when you sent me, cause you did send me a couple of messages, but they were very non spoiler. They were vague, but uh, specific enough for me to be like, Oh shit. Do they, do they do that in this episode? Is this what happens in the episode? It turned out it was Howard and I was almost relieved except for the fact that it was like really horrific. And of course, uh, Lalo's response to it is classic Lalo, which is just yeah. shh, just quiet. I just quiet. want to talk to my lawyer, but no, take your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was telling you, I was telling you before, but it bears repeating here on um, on the podcast. Uh, Howard's reaction to this was like to the end, he was Howard Hamlin. Uh, is like, I, I, I appear to be in a, in a bit of a situation here. Uh, 
yeah like i don't know uh i mean the instant lalo walked in here i'm like oh fuck howard is dead like he's dead he can't lalo's not gonna let him walk out of here are you kidding me like that's not gonna happen and you know they're pleading for him to go and i'm like where's he gonna go he's not gonna let him leave like he's done for and even then i think if he just walked out the when he walked in yes Mm-hmm. It, but it was just the fact that he kept because st- it wasn't like he was in a rush to pull out the gun but he took his time oh yeah yeah and it was like when i put this together if he is not gone he is dead mm-hmm. yeah you know so yeah, yeah he probably did have a chance and it was the one time howard would ramble that mm-hmm. god i listen i uh i read an interview with the the actor patrick fabian who, who is excellent in this absolutely and, yeah, and uh, you know he was just like, you know, yeah, it is. You know, a lot of love's coming his way. You know, which he appreciates because uh, you know Howard's always kind of been put up as somewhat of an antagonist. But it's not like, yeah, again, he's done anything bad. He's also been on Jimmy's side plenty of times. Of you know, I remember whenever the first season happened, and you and I talked about it, where it made it sound like it was Howard that was the one that was not liking Jimmy, and then it's slowly revealed that it's howard actually likes jimmy and sees his potential but it's chuck who it's just chuck won't who let hated. it be yeah we yeah. didn't hate him but like yeah you know knew he was a monkey with a machine gun is right. how he would treat the law right um so yeah you know just those those little sprinklings that they've had throughout the show just enough to humanize him but also you know just it, it, mm-hmm with Jimmy being the protagonist, you know, you not necessarily yeah. having to root against Howard, you know, besides the fun stuff, but realizing that that fun stuff can have some serious consequences. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's worse r- tarnishing his reputation or having him die, you know, in mm-hmm. that world of what they're doing with law and stuff like you might as well have made him die, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, Jimmy uh, absolutely takes things. He and Kim both absolutely took things too far with Howard. But you could tell that, you know, I mean, especially by that stuff you were saying about how, like, ah, oh, you'll get back on your feet, all that stuff that, you know, he's sort of like, it's almost a joke, like, you know, just a, a punch on the shoulder, like, ah, you'll be fine. Like, you deserve to be knocked down a peg or two or whatever. Um, they were legitimately horrified when yeah, he yeah. just shoots him. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I have no idea where we go from here. Like, I don't know how you can just disappear. Uh, a Howard Ham. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, this creates all well, sorts of. Well, I think of- it's because the scenario, right? Mm. The last thing I don't remember seeing him is in the office with dilated eyes rambling on a conspiracy sweating bullets Mm -hmm. like i think people would just assume he went on a bender and like something happened yeah he left he ran away from home or you know he left his wife and yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah he's got problems with his marriage already Mm -hmm. i mean it's there's a lot of there's a lot of things in place Yeah, yeah i mean almost everything that howard says in his brilliant monologue that the writers gave him as a send off, you know, are all things that people could point to as to, you know, why, mm-hmm. how either, you know, playing it off as a suicide or whatever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Just um, because 
you know, what that world would entail with the, with the reputation being tarnished. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of, I mean, that was basically the episode. I mean, I loved how the, the whole embarrassing Howard thing played out. It's fun, right? And you're yes. laughing. And mm-hmm. then again, everything comes back to the ending of that episode with how Howard just his speech. And then of course, how yeah. Howard ends. It's just like, yeah, this this was a joke that had gone too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even like the things he says to Jimmy and Kim, like Jimmy, he's just like, I mean, look, you can't help it. Your brother knew it. But like, Kim, right. Like you have all this potential and it's going to waste with yeah something like this. Like and he with really him. complimented her, like one of the smartest people yeah. I've ever worked with. And, you know, missed a meeting of like being able to do real good as a public defender, yep. you know, for this bit. Mm hmm. I mean, and so much of it is great in hindsight because all of this led to him being killed. If they didn't do what they did to him, he wouldn't have gone on a bender. He wouldn't have showed up at their house drunk to confront them. And I mean, they couldn't have known any of this. They couldn't have known Lala was going to show up and then kill him. No, like, they no. had no idea. In fact, but they did know that Howard would probably show up. Yeah. As yeah. far, but as far as Kim knew, um, yeah. You know, when Mike talked to her, he's like, there's a pretty good chance you'll never see this guy again. But, you know, they don't know what Lalo's moves are. We don't even know what his moves are right now. But when you go back, when you go back with the extra hindsight, all the extra effort they went into this episode to even make this stunt happen. Because, of course, uh, when in the previous episode, when Jimmy saw Casimiro out in public, he had a broken arm. And they're like, we have to, like, recreate this. Like, we see the whole process of him going to, uh, you know, like the Walmart or whatever the actor guy works at. He's just like bussing carts or whatever. And Jimmy has to, like, convince him to, like, leave his job in the middle of his shift so that they can go and reshoot this. And, you know, they're setting up the, the broken arm thing. And by the way, some real funny stuff. He's like, your character has a broken arm now. And he's like, this changes everything. Like, you know, he's like, no, 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 it doesn't change anything. Uh, he's like just think of it as a a metaphor i think is what he tells him um but yeah like they do all of this setup and just to take these pictures uh they rush just to get the pictures to the the pi who really works for them all of this stuff just to embarrass him and then it like and, and you're right you're laughing throughout this you're having a good time and they're doing an excellent job of distracting you with Gus basically living in like living in the sewers, essentially, like right outside of Gus's laundry mat place. Yeah. And they've got you thoroughly convinced that all of his sight is focused there. So it's the last thing you expect when he shows up at Kim's apartment. Like they've set the stage perfectly for this moment they've already told you like don't expect to see him again which probably should have been assigned to expect to see him again but in your mind you're, you're using that information that mike gave and you know he's you know eyeing up gus and that he's gonna attack him tonight or whatever so the next time you expect to see him it's in relation to all of that and then when he shows up here it's wholly unexpected and uh, yeah, just I didn't think he was going to do anything that night to Gus. It definitely mm-hmm. seemed like oh, for sure. he was setting him up to get them distracted. But yes, I wasn't thinking distraction, meaning 
like he he's going to show talk up to, to talk to 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 Jimmy about something and yeah and then you know Howard was just collateral damage he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and um just you know crazy uh just a beautiful uh i mean what a perfect title for this episode i mean cuz it fits of course the Jimmy uh and Kim's plan uh, that they also execute in this episode, but also Howard gets executed in this episode and also the plan and execution to lead up to this moment from uh, an artistry standpoint. Uh, just well done. Uh, an- another great episode from a-, a show full of great episodes. Um, any any other thoughts on No, just, just, you know, again, just excellent way to... I mean, not really a cliffhanger, but, you know, with knowing that they had a mini break, just a great way of like, all right, people may be mad that we're taking a break, but this is something people can savor on, Mm -hmm. you know, for the next month or two. Yeah. You know, this is something to hang your hat on a little bit. There is, uh, I mean, I, I would be regardless because this is what we do. This is a a podcast about the shows that we're going to be excited to watch it and watch it when it comes back anyway. But I am that much more interested. I have no idea where this is. There's six episodes left and I have, I mean, I know where we end up ultimately, but I have no clue how we get there. So, um, I'm yep. very excited for it. Uh, so what would you give episode seven? Uh, I mean, it's a five, right? It is a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a five. It's- um, fantastic. You know, a great payoff for, you know, how we've been saying, like, some of these episodes have been a little slow, and then, but, damn, what a great table setting Absolutely. that they did for all this. Yep. You know, it really sets the stage nicely. Lullabitis to sleep with this one. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, everybody. So, that is the podcast for for now, not for this week, because uh, it's going to be a couple more weeks before we're back. But for now, that's the podcast. In the meantime, you can catch up with us by heading over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. Uh, this is a listener-supported podcast, so there are a couple of ways you can help out there if you'd like. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. The merch store, geeklymerch.com. Uh, links for those will be in the show notes for this episode. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Better Call, Better Talk Saul. That's the podcast uh, where we talk about Better Call Saul. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us uh, shortly after, about mid-July, I believe, is when we are going to come back to talk about uh, Season 6, Episode 8 of Better Call Saul. Back to the wall, stick it to the man, justice for all. You heard me, you better call.